Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. All right, guys, we're here almost the end of January. I hope the New Year's resolutions have not gone away, whether that was getting in the gym, working on your uh, mental health, working on your finances, whatever that might have been. I hope that you're still sticking with it and making good strides towards those goals that you set for yourself. But market has been all over the map this month, uh, just same as normal, tons of volatility. But remember, volatility does not always mean on the downward side. We can have positive volatility as well. And we've seen that throughout this month. But you know, if you were happy last week when the market was doing well, you felt really bullish, you're wishing that you were getting back into stocks, maybe you did get back into the market again, you're ready to take on a little bit more risk as you're watching all these companies uh, you know, perform well and a lot of these stock prices were actually going up last week. And then here comes Monday, right? January 30th today, the market got hit. Uh, it stumbled upon itself a little bit. If now all of a sudden, now you're feeling down, now you're worried, you're wishing you didn't put your cash back to work last week, then you know what? You might need a financial advisor. <laughs> and I used to love the Jeff Foxworthy, you might be a redneck. So maybe I'm going to have to start the you might need a financial advisor if, because there's so many different things that happen uh, within the behavioral part of investing that turns into the you might need a financial advisor. But every day when I'm driving in the morning, I always listen to different podcasts, mostly stock market stuff, uh, a lot of economic news, a lot of personal development stuff and motivational stuff. And of course, got to throw in the Ramsey SmartVestor Pro. Uh, I listen to the Ramsey show quite often because, again, I am a SmartVestor Pro, and I find it very entertaining to practice answering the questions that they get on the show. Uh, because being a Smart Investor Pro, I receive very, very similar calls that the Ramsey Show gets uh, when they do look for a local Smart Investor Pro and, and I end up reaching out to these people. Uh, they have very uh, similar circumstances. Again, just like they're talking to all of the people on the Ramsey Network about. So it helps me feel very, very prepared to help out everybody that I talk to uh, and anybody that reaches out to me. And then believe it or not, you know, the people that are riding with me absolutely love listening to financial planning stuff also. <laughs> I'm hoping you can hear the sarcasm in my voice there. It is not the most popular thing to put on the radio. But again, <laughs> I really, really enjoy listening to it. So today I was driving to the gym this morning. I was listening to some different economists and there was somebody that made a really, really interesting point. This person said, no matter how bearish you feel, no matter how many pieces of data you can come up with to demonstrate why the market should go down, no matter how many people you listen to telling you that the market's going to continue falling, 
The stock market knows more than all of us. And if it's going to rally despite the negative outlook, then I wanna be out in that rally with it still. So basically leaning into the fact that everybody has different opinions. You can listen to 100 people that say 2023 is going to be the worst year of all time. And then you can find 100 more people that are going to tell you if you do not buy right now, you will miss the biggest rally in the history of the market. So then how in the world are we gonna dissect what's true and what's just a marketing tactic? Well, by financial planning, by talking about what you want to accomplish and then investing accordingly but it's not an all-in-one solution. If you're 68 and you need the income off your investments, we're not gonna be positioned in a way where any of this noise really matters. You're not gonna see that type of fluctuation in your account. You're not gonna be exposed to the same amount of risk that a 33-year-old in the growth stages of their financial journey is going to be exposed to. It's a completely different way of investing for these two different individuals. But this is why I've been stressing so hard on everybody listening to the show about understanding your number on these last few episodes. That way, when you know what you're trying to accomplish, the short-term volatility does not distract you from your long-term game plans. And plus, right now, as high as interest rates are, you know, it's really easy for investors to want to flee to safety of money markets, short-duration bond funds, and high-yield savings accounts and get away from this volatile market until things, you know, my air quotes here, cool off. And then once the all-clear signal is out there uh, and we know it's safe, then you can jump back in and, and take advantage of, you know, the higher uh, returns that the market historically does get. But again, the coast is never clear. The boogeyman never goes away. There has never been a month that has gone by that I have not heard some sort of news or gotten some email or just saw something on social media that said, oh, this is the reason why the market is going to tank. And this is the reason why you should not be investing right now. And this is the reason to be scared and sit in cash. There's always going to be another boogeyman. But this really does not mean that short duration bonds and money markets are a terrible place to be with part of your portfolio to limit volatility. And we've been doing that for the past six months now. We've had a much higher concentration of short duration bond funds and cash than we normally ever have. We're starting to deploy some of that capital and actually turn up the heat a little bit and start getting a little bit more aggressive and taking on a tiny bit more risk within the portfolios over a slow period of time here. But if all of your money is hidden in cash and you've been hiding, worried, and again, waiting for that all clear sign, well, then you might need a financial advisor. <laughs> so what's going on this week and, and what is actually shaking the markets around that we felt today, again, on January 30th? Well, it's earnings season. There are a ton of companies that announced their earnings report this week and investors are going to be watching their every move. And earnings seasons to me, uh, it feels like, you know, it feels like harvesting almonds up here in Northern California. And whenever we're driving around, especially if I'm headed up I-5 going north, or even if you've driven through any parts, especially um, the middle of California, you see a ton of farmers and a ton of almond trees. Also a lot of other crops. I never know really what the heck most of them are, <laughs> but I can recognize the almond trees. So if you know anything about almond trees, which this is really stretching far into my farming knowledge, this is, you know, really all that I got here. But <laughs> I do know that they take this machine and it reaches out, it grips the tree and it just starts shaking the tree really, 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 really fast. And then all the almonds that are ready to be harvested, they fall off the tree, the ones that are ripe, and they go onto the ground and those are the ones that actually get harvested. So 
earnings season is kind of like that shaker of the stock market. These earnings reports, they, you know, they act as that machine that grabs onto the base of the stock market and it starts shaking it and doing its thing. And before you know it, you know, the companies that have been hidden underneath the dense branches of the trees, the ones that are holding on by just a hair, they start to fall off. But from the outside looking in on these companies, you might not know. There isn't always a ton of transparency. There isn't always a ton of data that we have access to on every given day about exactly what's going on behind the scenes. But when the shaking starts, again, those companies get exposed to what really is happening back there. And then that can be a little bit scary when we have high inflation, possible more you know recession looming, inverted yield curves, high commodity costs, worried consumers, all of these headwinds that you hear about, they transfer over to how these corporations are operating. And it actually turns up the power of the shaker when you have all of these headwinds. Makes it even harder for these companies to keep operating at the high level that we have become accustomed and we expect them to perform at. You know, there's Meta, Amazon, Google, Apple, they're all set to announce earning reports this week. And I'm leaving out a ton of companies, but again, large names that a lot of people like to invest in. And then these earnings reports are definitely going to have an impact on what we see taking place throughout the rest of this week and even into February. So again, short-term volatility, it's nothing to build your plan around. We can expect it, we know it's coming, but do not get caught up in the noise because there are going to be plenty of companies that are giving bad outlooks and their stocks will drop. There will be plenty of companies that actually did overperform what the consensus was and they may see a short-term boost. But don't buy companies just solely based off of these moves. Don't panic buy or panic sell within the wild earnings season because trust me, this week is going to bring up some emotions and it's gonna test your process if you don't have one especially. But if you are invested in the correct manner for your personal goals, then there's no major changes that we need to make ahead of earnings season anyways. So with that, if you would like help going over your financial goals and setting up a game plan to help you reach those goals while taking on the least amount of risk, I would love to chat. You can set up a one-on-one -on -one strategy session with myself. It's a free call at hunterlowry.com. Would always love to chat with you. Okay, guys, with that, best of luck out there. It's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.